2: Welcome to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol, here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni.
3: And you want to get back to basics.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's good to do
3: that sometimes. Fundamentals. Not fundamentalism, but fundamentals.
2: Thanks for that question.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Some people have an an allergy to the word fundamentalist. Have you Uh, noticed? I do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I wanted to get back to basics because... There is, uh, New Thought is such a vast, vast landscape, probably as, as any area is, but it's so much, and you can get so far out in your learning, especially if you're very serious, you know, and maybe forget the basics. If you get them locked in, you can go out more confidently, so, that's my okay. thought, and every now and then I have to
3: it. Every religion and spiritual practice has whatever their basics are. Maybe it's 10 commandments, maybe it's the 800 and whatever it is, mitzvahs. Maybe it's, you know, the, whatever the rules are that we have to abide by or the creed that we all have to believe. And I say have to believe in New Thought in general and specifically in the group that I'm leading, which is New Thought Philadelphia, we whittle it down to one item in the creed. And it's not something that anybody has to believe it is simply the glue that Mm -hmm. holds the organization together. And if somebody doesn't believe it, then they are going to feel very out of place. So, and that one is, and we say it every Sunday morning, we believe there's one power, love, intelligence, or force that creates everything, including each of us. And that we each use that same power, love, intelligence, or force to create our lives according to our beliefs. That's the whole deal. That's all of it. That Mm -hmm. is the basics. That's what we believe. Now, the rest of it is, well, what does that mean and how does it work and how do I engage with that and why does it, the world look different than that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, that's not the end of the story. That's be, the beginning of the story.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's, a, it's the foundation yep. that if you can, for me, if I get far out and I, you know, I can come back to that one basic thought, it clarifies or puts everything in perspective for me then I can go further, mm-hmm. you know, because learning about spirit, spirituality, and what it means in your life, and all this stuff, stuff. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> all this stuff on the journey can get you confused at points, you know, which I think is a wonderful thing to get confused because then you stop, you think, you reset, you know, but to be able to have that one place to go back and say, okay, this is about one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So if I could start here and the one is God, like this is me now. I don't know about the formal, you know, expression of it, but I'll say. I've got okay, my hand
3: on the buzzer. If you say something incorrect, I'll, I'll ring in.
2: <laughs> yeah, bet. <laughs> so I'll go back and say, okay, this is one. There is one mind, right? That's my thing. This is one mind. So sit down and figure that out. One mind. You can find your center there. You can find the place to start and then go from Mm -hmm. there, you know, how does one mind gel with what's going on right here? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one
3: mind is a way of looking at it. One presence, one power, one source, one creator, it's all one. Mm -hmm. And we're just talking about it, Mm -hmm. whether it's a mind when we're thinking about intelligence or conscious intent, or we think about it as a love when we're thinking about the sharing and the connection. Mm -hmm. And we think about it as the presence when it's the stuff, So
0: Mm -hmm.
3: implied packed into that statement of belief is all of that. There is one power, love, intelligence Mm -hmm. or force that created everything. And it did that by sharing Mm -hmm. itself because there's nothing but the one it didn't have any raw materials to work with. There wasn't the one plus a big pile of things to do something with the one began sharing itself and everything that exists is part of that sharing. And that's, the basics of how we get into practical prayer. The first step in a practical prayer is to recognize that there is only one. There is only one, whatever Mm -hmm. we're we're thinking about. Love, intelligence, presence, power, thingy. And, And sorry, another technical term. And the second thing is that because there's only one, then I must be that one. There is no possibility that there's the entire manifest universe. And separate from that is me. I am not a bystander. I'm not an outsider. I am a full-blown participant. I am created by that same power. And everything that exists in the universe is created from that one, including me. Mm
1: -hmm. That's the
3: second step. Because once I understand that I am an expression of that one, I am that one shared, there's nothing that's necessarily held back. Everything that's available from the one through the one as the one is available to me. It's not like there's special dispensation that the divine is gonna be more present in Carol than it is in Bill. It might be more fully expressed. You might be rocking it much more than I or somebody else might be. But the potential is there for every part of creation to express its the magnificence, its oneness. And that's the second step in the prayer. And after that, we get to the second half of the statement, and we use that same power, love, intelligence to create our lives according to our beliefs. What we're gonna do is whatever it is we're believing, the third step in the prayer, that's our affirmation or our realization step. We're claiming that good, whatever it is, whether it's a wonderful relationship or prosperity or vibrant health or the reversal of an illness or some challenge that's going to transform into a wonderful opportunity or new ideas and opportunities for how we express ourselves in the world and how we share our gifts or, or even for you know the ability to deepen into our spiritual awareness, even for the, whatever it is that we're inviting in. We do that as a partner with the infinite and we invite that good to unfold in our lives and that's the third step Mm -hmm. and then we end with gratitude thankful for all the good thankful for whatever it happens to be and then we release it because it's not a mental gymnastics activity where we have to hold that thought and like lift it up like atlas holding the world in order for that to happen once we say it's done it's done and that becomes it's it's like an arrow that's shot out of the bow you don't have to chase after the arrow it's going to go where it's going and we can then go shoot at something different
2: there's a there's a practicality i was writing as um you know you were speaking
3: that's a lot yeah (laughs) i just i gave i gave the entire belief and i gave the formula for practical prayer and we haven't gotten to the first break yet
2: i'm not even sure it was like three minutes you did this (laughs) this whole thing right i'm thinking let me grab my pen right because i know i know what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling, what I went through to make it clear for me. So I looked at it like this there's, there's only one, right? And I'm sitting in this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's one spirit, and that spirit is emanating through me. You know, however it does mm-hmm. that, it does. So that's it. Here's me now. Okay. What part of that spirit do I need at this moment? Mm-hmm. In question, you know, so I'm a writer. A lot of times I need infinite intelligence. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so I can actually sit in my chair, in my meditation chair. Right? I'm saying, okay, I know I'm in spirit, spirits in me. Okay. I got that together. But right now I am not interested in love. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Okay? You know, my kids love me and whatever. Right now, I need a little intel on
3: <laughs> Divine mind.
2: <laughs> so would you <laughs> just open myself up to what the one mind, that one might be saying, but I have to zero in on that. You know, like when you say open yourself up to, you know this stuff so easily. Like you just like.
3: Oh, yeah. 25 years. And it's like news. it's like automatic. Yeah, you know, I'm like took a little doing, you know. Just this is, I just make it look easy.
2: (laughs) So I'm like, hold up, okay, open yourself up to. All right, sit there quietly. What would one, what infinite intelligence think about this? So you can easily put your own spin on it, you know, based on your belief system Mm -hmm. and what you heard before, right? That's no good. (laughs) Okay, so what (laughs) you got to put that thing through the grid. You got to shampoo it up, right? Does this, what I might've initially thought, is it in alignment? Does it line up with, you know, spirit as I know spirit to be? Mm-hmm. So I like to call it work. You don't like to call it work.
3: Well, I, I like, don't like to call it work when it seems like effort. There is definitely some attention and persistence that is, uh, that's required no struggle
2: but effort is fine well, you for know, you is effort fine. Like, fine
3: you used to be a card carrying control freak he gave that up and you know maybe it's- oh
2: no no listen this you gotta put some energy behind this all right because you you're undoing stuff here's the term you used to use for me you said you're doing some heavy lifting mm-hmm. yes you yes it yes, is for you it is heavy lifting get in it
3: does it mean that's does it right. mean something it's, different if I say you've got this intention, you've got this the thing that you want to bring into the world, and you gotta do the dance? That's too soft. See, that didn't that's that didn't soft. make it past no, Carol's no, no, no. guardian at the gateway. No.
2: Now now listen, I'm not trying to be hard, right? But see, it's whatever you think. Now I dance. I know. I dance almost every morning. And for, for... I am doing no heavy lifting. <laughs> that is by worship. I'm hanging out with spirit. I got the music that I like, right? When I get finished, I'm ready to take it on. Uh-huh.
3: And for a wallflower who is afraid to be seen moving themselves in public, dancing seems terrifying. They'd much rather work.
2: I don't know about all <laughs> <that you're> i <saying. laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is that works for you, right? But I'm saying that when it's time to sit down and really kind of get at what I need to get at for whatever it mm-hmm. is, I'm not dancing. No, all right. When I need infinite intelligence talking, I am not going to. You dance. are going to
3: do the work. A gardener is.
2: I'm a, t- a
0: gardener I, is going to tend I, their garden.
2: I'm turning the music off first of all because I turn the music off. Ain't no thinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know, I know you that. Know much. yourself. So, but yeah. Well, I'm just trying to give people permission to be who they are, and this. First of all, you know what? We talked about this a little bit before. I'm not that hard. You know, I'm just saying, this is not. (laughs) Okay. There could be, it could still be fun. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you got to put some energy into it. Yeah.
3: So, there's the question as to what it is that the word could be changed from work that implies fun for whoever is listening. Let us take a break, and then we will come back to Back to Basics. See what I did there?
1: Learn to put practical prayer to work in your life. The steps are simple to learn and let you begin to get real results to create the life of your dreams immediately. Reverend Bill Marchione's widely acclaimed book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, gives you a clear summary of the new thought principles behind practical prayer and the series of easy-to-understand steps found in the most effective prayers from religions and spiritual practices all over the world and throughout history. Practical prayer is not a replacement for your religion or practice, it's a technique to make the work you do in consciousness even more effective.
2: Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol, here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni. And
3: And, if it's work, um, but it doesn't feel like work, is it work?
2: No, no,
3: it doesn't. No, for you, it doesn't feel like work.
2: Because I know it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know it is, and it's the attitude that you take into it, I think. Because I already know that, for example, if there's something that I'm trying to unravel, I know that I'm going to have to put some energy. Maybe I have to read it four times. <laughs> Maybe I have to outline it a bit when I read it and then try it again. That's the work, but it's not it's not unpleasant because I know I'm going to come out with the understanding. I know I'm going to get it mm-hmm. right. If I can't, I can call you. <laughs> I can call, you know, I can call somebody. I can even Yeah. I do talk to ascended masters. I can do that too. So it's energy. There are steps, there's things I have that, but I don't care because, and it's even fun. Yeah.
3: Well, I, 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 I really love to exercise. I, I do some sort of exercise every day. And when I exercise the mental image that I get is me getting really sweaty and coming back with muscles that feel different than they felt before. And I am very comfortable calling that a workout because that's where the sweat comes up. And that's okay as far as I'm concerned. It's not a good workout. if i have to change my clothes afterwards. There are other people, friends of mine, who when they go to the gym, they intentionally don't call it a workout because they don't like to think of it as work. So I'm going to go do my exercise. I'm going to burst forth with beads of joy. <laughs> <laughs> But And it's, it's all about the way that that is understood and perceived and expressed. And it's not like my way is the good way and their way is wrong. It's not like the way that Carol does it is the only way that somebody can do it. If it works for you, then it's great. And mm-hmm. some people equate working with struggle. Some people equate work with somebody else telling them what to do. Like, oh, I go to work and my boss gives me this pile of crap that I have to attend to. And that's that's what I have to spend my day on. And if somebody comes in with some more work and they put it in my in basket, that means I have to do it even more quickly. I have to be better, faster, harder at my work in order to complete it by quitting time. And thinking of work that way, it's like, Oh, who who would want to have something additional unwanted dumped in my inbox that I have to take care of before I go home and do what I really want to be doing. So Mm. the word work is perfect for you. And so, I'm not making this point for Carol. I'm making this point for everybody who's not Carol <laughs> that if you if you don't like the thought of this being work, then think of it as being accomplishment in a way that involves success without the possibility or need for struggle.
2: Yeah, you made me think about something that happened several years ago, so I was called to a Baptist church. And they have an installation ceremony and all of that. And, you know, I've always been very blessed to have people that stick with me in whatever church that I have pastored in the past. So someone was on the program and she was, you know, getting up to make some remarks about me. And she said, you're going to love her. She does blah, blah, blah. Now, she'll work the hell out of you. (laughs) But... (laughs) And if you can imagine a great stillness went throughout the whole church, Because even with her, because she didn't mean to say that. Right. But that's what was, <laughs> was there. And I'm looking, I thought, oh, my God, is that what I do? Right. So I thought, well, how else are you going to accomplish what you need to? Never will forget that. She and I laugh at that now. And she apologizes. But I guess that's how I come on. On
3: the outside, that sounds to me like a Baptist exorcism. You're going to work the hell out of you.
2: Could no, no, I wasn't doing that. But yeah, I just figured like if you want to get something done, you're gonna have to put some work into it. But perhaps at some point, someone will write to me and tell me a better way to look at it.
3: I think it's a it's a perfect way of expressing it, and there are a lot of different ways to understand it. And one of my teachers would describe somebody sitting in the kitchen at the kitchen table and feeling thirsty and being very, very thirsty and then understanding that there's a water glass in front of them and there's a kitchen sink over there and then understanding, oh, all the water that I need is available from the kitchen sink. But being unwilling to stand up and go turn the faucet on and just sitting there in that thirst, getting more and more and more uncomfortable. So in the same sense, that's the work. Mm -hmm. The good is available. Mm -hmm. And it's not like there's only one glass full of water in the faucet. Taking a a glass of water out of the faucet is not going to deplete anything. It's not going to keep somebody else somewhere else from getting a drink of water. It is the act of participating in opening the channel for the good that we're seeking to let it fill the glass, which can then fill us. And then suddenly we're not somebody sitting in the kitchen being thirsty. We are this fully realized human being. And we can then put our attention on something else. But until we stand up and go over to the sink and turn the faucet, we are stuck in the old way of experiencing life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is that work? Yeah. Oh, gosh, <laughs> I have to go and turn the faucet on. It's like, well, it's not like you have to build the water tower or the aqueduct. <laughs> you just have to turn on the faucet.
2: Uh, Which I suppose, depending on who you are where you're coming from, it could seem like a mm-hmm. chore. But I tend to think of the end result with something. Now, let me not paint myself as wonderful here because you picked a scenario <laughs> that, <laughs> that separates me from others. You put me in the kitchen and you got to talk about fixing a mood, a, a meal. I hate work. I, <laughs> to me, that is like digging ditches. So I will try to figure out any way I can get a meal without having to do the work to get it. But having said that, I've learned different ways to work that out too. But you do need to make an investment. Is that that's another way to put it? Yeah. Because in the end, the benefit is mine, and this is personal. I have a reason for this, and I'm willing to make the investment, whatever it is that I have within or within my reach, to do that. Mm -hmm. But it's you know so I just look at it like that. Maybe that's too hard. But I do have fun though.
3: I I have fun with this work. Two quotes come to mind from this. One is from Ernest Holmes, who said that we can have anything that we want, but we pay for it in spiritual coin, mm-hmm. which means that we need to be ready to invest ourselves spiritually and in our whole selves. Because spiritually means our belief mm-hmm. system. If I believe that it's worth having, and I believe that that's part of my life, then I am going to be also willing to commit myself to do the the footwork that's required there. Mm -hmm. And the second Mm -hmm. quote is from M. Scott Peck in A Road Less Traveled in the 70s. He came up with a great definition for love, which is as unfuzzy, unfluffy, uh, unhearts and flowers definition of love as you can find. He says, love is the will to extend oneself for the spiritual growth of oneself or another. Mm-hmm. to extend oneself. So wherever it is that yes. I'm now, whatever little comfort zone I'm sitting in now, I, in order for there to be spiritual growth for me or for somebody else who I'm loving on, I need to step beyond the comfort zone to do the work. So it's exactly the same thing that you're saying.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And I think sometimes maybe it makes it easier because, and you made it, you put that little extra in there. There's a benefit. There's a joy in it, you know? Even though you have to extend yourself for the benefit of someone else, the benefit, once they see it, there's a joy that I feel. Because you had an aha moment, and there's something that I did. Like if I had to study for three hours to bring you a lesson and you got an aha mm-hmm. moment, well, you didn't get the whole doggone lesson. Maybe something, <laughs> There's probably one or two things in there. But to me, that's worth it. Oh, yeah. It's worth it every bit of the work that I had to do.
3: Yeah. Yeah. In, in the Peanuts cartoons but, when they're, you know, the, the the animated ones, whenever the teacher is talking, actually any of the adults, but especially the teacher is talking, it's going, <laughs> 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 you know, which is really mocking the adults and the teachers. But mm-hmm. everything that the kids learn came out of their <laughs> <laughs> ding light bulb. So that's exactly what you're saying. I can stand here and go wah, wah, wah until somebody gets it. That's fine. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Sometimes I get impatient, but that's theirs.
2: Well, it's there has to be a knowing that if infinite intelligence, and let's go back to uh, the one, infinite intelligence is working through you or emanating through you or manifesting through you, whatever way you want to express it. It's something that's coming out, you trust it. You trust the knowing of that one that you understand. It's working there for you. And keep going. Just just let it flow. Mm-hmm. And always, you know, we. I used to do these sermons, right? This is like 100 years <laughs> ago. <laughs> and you know, they might be an hour long, right? Okay, don't don't fade anybody. I don't do those kind of sermons anymore. But back in the day, that's what it was. You know, if you come with a half an hour, they're thinking like you wouldn't, you know, you didn't, you didn't prepare. You didn't prepare. So you know very well nobody's getting the whole hour of all that you put out there. You better put not put no junk out there now because it's being taped. <laughs> Back then, they were being taped, and so you want it to be substantive. But you know that only one or two little nuggets are hitting. But it may not be the same nugget that the person sitting next to them got. Right, you have to be okay with that. You know, you don't. have To be okay with it, and people think that, and they say, "Well, this is a thankless job." No, it isn't. It's a wonderful job because I don't always get praise. <laughs> You know, I don't know about you, but I don't always get praise, but it doesn't matter to me, you know, because your praise doesn't really, it's fine. I know, let me get back to you, what you said, that one. I know that that one infinite intelligence is doing its thing right now. When I pushed it on button,
0: yep. Right?
2: yep. it's doing its thing. And I walk away and say, okay, that was it. Somebody got something. Mm-hmm.
3: Every Sunday morning at uh, New Thought Philadelphia, we do prayer work stories, which in the rest of religious lines they call demonstrations, um, and that's the result of the prayers that have uh, the people have been d- doing to set an intention for a new experience. And these are the the, the success stories, the uh, expressions of joy mm-hmm. of how it happened. You know, somebody who just bought moved into a new house on a huge piece of property and set the intention that they wanted to get a snowblower and they wanted it for free. And the prayer work story is that that happened. And there was like no surprise about it because this was somebody who often manifests exactly what they're looking for for free. I love those stories. And uh, as a, as a practitioner who I do healing prayer for other people, I'll have a client. I'll work with them and we'll do a prayer. And you know, it's, it's a week or three weeks or three months later, I'll hear back from them and they'll say, Oh, here's the story about what happened. I've gotten this wonderful relationship and he's perfect and I never thought that would be possible. Or I got this great job and it pays you know, uh, $15,000 more than I thought it was going to and the the boss is awesome. Or the diagnosis actually turned out to be something much more insignificant than we thought. And two things that happened. Mm -hmm. First of all, what a thrill that is because that's the light bulb. That's the aha. That's where it actually Mm -hmm. came back and worked. The other part that sometimes it starts out feeling a little embarrassing for me is they tell me the story and I think, I've already heard this story. Think, oh, wait a second. I heard this story when I said the prayer, <laughs> this was the intention that I said, <laughs> this is just the echo coming back through their life. So yeah, it's wonderful to be able to put that out to, as you say, to do the work and then have the, uh, have the echo come back. We're going to take a break and when we come back. We are going to do a practical prayer on investing our spiritual coin
0: get inspiration in an instant god calls are the gentle and uplifting moment of truth to help you remember that the bright light of god's love is shining right now as you
1: it's your god call with reverend bill
0: start your two-week free trial today and you'll get a phone call four times a week from reverend bill with an uplifting half-minute message filled with insight, wisdom, story, and fun.
3: Let your light shine.
0: You can answer the call to listen to it live or let it go to voicemail so you can hear it later. After the free trial, your subscription is just $5.95 a month. The details are at GodCall.org. God Calls are disruptive, intentionally.
3: Whenever you write something, put on a gold
0: star. They take you away from your routine to remind you about the truth of who you really are. They come at random times between 8.15 a.m. and 6 p.m., so you won't be expecting them. And somehow, the message is exactly what you need to hear at the time.
3: Magic is loose in the world.
0: It's a moment of motivation in the middle of your day. Find out more and start your two-week free trial now.
2: Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol. This is Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni. We're going to do some prayer.
3: This whole program has been about back to basics. The fundamentals of our new thought teaching and how we create our new experience. And this practical prayer is on investing our spiritual coin to create or invite or open the channel to that new experience that we're seeking. And it is an investment of our spiritual coin. It is going to take some doing for us to be able to create that new experience. And the key to that is that it's done unto us as we believe. And that means that the experience that we've been having up until now is it being done unto us as we believe. And so in order to get a new it to be showing up in our lives, we need to change our belief. And that is where we get to invest our spiritual coin. So, for everybody who's listening to this prayer, it's going to show up differently for each of us because that transformation is different for each of us. We're each starting in a different place. We each have a a different goal or something that we're seeking as a result of this transformation, but just bring that to mind. What is that change that we're looking for in life? Is it in relationships and our love and our romance or our family or our community? Is it in our health and vitality and feeling of Well-being and homeostasis, which is all the parts of our body working properly. Is it in our prosperity in our financial affairs in our experience of sufficiency or enoughness in the world? Is it the way that we're sharing our gifts and talents and skills and Doing our work in the world to bring something new into being It can even be about our spiritual awareness about wanting to deepen more into that In a lot of ways That's even the easiest one because it's really obvious that when we're investing spiritual coin there It's going to be spiritual practice letting go of what has been so we can open to something new. So whatever it is, take that into your awareness. And then if it's safe to do so, close your eyes so you can turn away from those details, from those specifics, from that stuff that's been showing up in life up until now. And get a notion, get a sense, get an understanding of what that change is that is preferable to that. And again, this is going to be different for everybody who is listening to this prayer. Whatever area has been not fully satisfying up until now, there is something more, something better, something brighter, something richer, something sweeter that is available. And as we develop an understanding of what that is, we are able to identify that that infinite creative power that creates everything, that one divine presence that shares itself as all of its creation, the one that has created the galaxies and the stars and the planets and everything here, on planet Earth, every life, every idea, every experience, that that one is sharing itself as its creation. That one is sharing itself as each of us right here and right now. And that one is available to share itself in a new way to bring this good into our lives. So as we set the intention for that good to show up in our lives, we open ourselves up to the guidance. What is mine to do? What is mine next? Where is it for me to invest my spiritual coins? to change the path that I've been on, to take the next step in a new and more uplifting direction. What is mine? And to know that each of us is guided to invest that spiritual coin, to take that next step in direction in a manner that brings more of this good into our lives. We are fully participating in this co-creative process. The infinite creative power that creates everything is creating this and it does so according to our beliefs. So each of us now, Is doing whatever is necessary to change that belief, to open a new channel, to invite in that newness. So that infinite creative power creates that newness for and through and as and with us. And this good is underway now. I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for the willingness of each one to take this step, to be involved in this process. I am so grateful for the way that this love is unfolding. I'm so grateful. For the awareness of this creative process and to be able to speak this word on behalf of each one listening and to know without any question, hesitation, doubt whatsoever, that this is underway now. It's underway now. And so I let it be. And so it is. Amen.